Hey, this is Victor Chustel, and you're listening to Who Are You Again? A show where I call people that probably want nothing to do with me. If you like what you hear, subscribe. Thanks for listening. Phone ringing off the hook. Got me a little shook. Who's on the Hello and welcome to Who Are You Again? Where I have phone calls with people who hopefully weren't there for my anime phase. Today, I'll be talking with someone I probably haven't seen since like uh, 2009 when we graduated high school. But she's awesome. She's cool. She has Pikachu roller skates, according to Instagram, that are super badass, by the way. And finally, I was super intimidated by her because she was gorgeous. And we all know that good-looking people aren't always... The best people. <laughs> Lara, how's it going? <laughs> good, good. How are you? I'm doing good. I have to say that every time that I practice this introduction, I come so close to saying Laura instead of Lara, and I have no idea why. Yeah, so everybody says my name incorrectly. Not everybody, but most people. My name is Lara, L-A-R-A. There's no U in it. But I'll take Laura. I just will not take Lara. Don't ever call me Lara. Call me Lara, I'll be upset. But Lara and Laura are acceptable. My name is Lara. (laughs) And see, it's weird because, like, I know your name because I've been saying Lara for, like, 15 years. But I don't know why. Like, the past few days, I've just been saying, Laura, Laura, Laura. I'm like, I'm not going to call her. I was like, I'm not going to call her Laura. That's not her name. Yes, thank you. Thank you for caring. (laughs) (laughs) So how's your morning been? I know it's pretty early on a Saturday. It's been good. I I normally wake up really early. So I just woke up, got my coffee, and I've just been laying on my couch (laughs) for like the past couple hours. Oh my God. You've been up for a few hours? Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Do you set an alarm or do you just kind of wake up naturally? So normally I wake up around seven o'clock. I used to always do like a private lesson really early on Saturday mornings. But obviously now with how the world is, that private lesson is canceled. But I never turned off my alarm. So my alarm wakes me up every day at 7 (laughs) a.m. Oh, my God. The way that the world is right now. (laughs) It's so crazy. (laughs) It's really crazy. Like, I was describing it to another friend. I was like, I feel like it's an endless sleepover that none of us asked for. Exactly. Like, you're being held hostage in your own home. I like to choose when I want to be isolated, not forced to be isolated. This is just very unfun for me. Yeah, 100%. Like, when I first moved into my apartment, because I've only been here since January, Yeah, I was telling my friends, I was like, oh my God, I'm never going to get to spend time in here because I'm going to be so busy with school and so busy <laughs> with work, right? And yeah, now well, I'm like eating my words. <laughs> yep. Be careful what you wish for. Exactly. So something I wanted to ask you, do you remember how we met? Honestly, I have no idea how we met. I feel like we met like before we had apes together, but my like most vivid memory of us together is just us in AP environmental science, just struggling, (laughs) just struggling as a unit. That class was such a struggle. It was like, you know, we all took it. Everyone has to admit it. We all took it because we're like, okay, this is going to be like the easy AP class to take. It was our senior year. We're like, 
awesome. We'll do it. We'll be done. Yeah. And it was so hard. I really didn't retain anything from that class. <laughs> I still have the book though, Ishmael. It's like in my bookcase and it has like my little notes in it, but I remember nothing besides us just like, just trying to like power through it. <laughs> Ishmael. Oh my God. I, I must have like repressed that book. I <laughs> hated it so much. It was so, it was from the perspective of an ape, which I guess is kind of cool, but like, I don't know. You're like 17. You're like ready to be done with high school. And I was like, not really into it. Yeah, not at all. Like forced, again, similar to this forced uh, self-isolation, forced forced Ishmael on me. And I did not like. Can you imagine if we were forced to read Ishmael during all of this? (laughs) I would just go back to my notes or like go spark notes or something and just just fake it because I can't do it again. (laughs) I can't either. (laughs) So... I I don't actually remember the specific moment that we met, but I do remember you and I had world history class together freshman year with um, Mrs. Ruffing. Do you remember that class? Oh my gosh. I remember her, but I barely remember that class. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I barely remember the class too. All I remember, it was in a trailer. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) But I remember because I had just moved to Centerville because I grew up like outside of Chicago, but I had just moved to Virginia. And so I didn't know anyone. And I remember you and I actually sat at the same table and you sat next to, I want to say her name is Denise. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Denise Ellis, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. that's her last name. And I don't know if you guys were like already cool or if I just like randomly assumed that you guys were friends, but I thought she was intimidating. And so I thought you were intimidating. (laughs) And I literally don't think that you and I even spoke a word. (laughs) That's crazy. That entire year. But that's, that's what I remember. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember like the trailers and that's, and there's, why did we have so many trailers? We're in such like an fancy rich <laughs> school district, but we had so many trailers just outside. It was so weird. Yeah. For anyone listening, our high school is in Fairfax County, which is I think like the richest County in the country, but our school had like literally dozens of trailers outside of the main building. And I didn't really think much of it then, but I kind of laugh at it now. Yeah, yeah. I think we're number two behind Loudon, which is our neighbor. But it's like the amount of trailers was just very questionable. I don't know why they needed those. (laughs) But my second memory of you is actually all the way, like skipping basically four years for our (laughs) senior year. When we took eights, and I guess that's when we got closer because that class was awful. And you and I skipped like lunch and I had never skipped school before. Do you remember that? No, but I believe it because I'm a terrible influence. (laughs) You're a terrible influence. (laughs) I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty sure it was your idea because I never would have thought like, hey, let's skip school. Yeah, I believe it. We skipped school, like snuck out of the building, and uh, we probably, I, yeah, I'm pretty sure we went to the, um, and went to Starbucks, which is you know what everyone based school. Yeah, I believe that. Uh, senior year, I was like probably at school like 40 percent of the time. Not gonna lie, you were over it. You're I like, was I'm super done. done, and I had a car at that point, so I was like, I'm gonna escape at any chance I have. Oh my god, I can't blame you. <laughs> so, um. 
we haven't seen each other. I don't think I've seen you since 2009 yeah. when we graduated, which is great. Can you believe that was like 11 years I, ago? I can't like wrap my mind around it. It just seems like it wasn't that long ago, but it was at the same time. I just, we're pushing 30. I just can't believe it. I just, I can't. I refuse to accept it. <laughs> we're so old. Old, like old. <laughs> Um, every time that like, okay, so I recently downloaded TikTok and I didn't really get it at first, but I'm pretty obsessed with it now, but I feel like an old, old man, like (laughs) looking at it because everyone on there is like 15 years old. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the youth these days and their little apps and stuff. I haven't used TikTok. What's funny is like, I felt the same way about Snapchat. Not like that it was like a bunch of young people on it, but I couldn't figure out how to use the application and I needed somebody like younger to explain it to me. I was like, can you explain this to me? Like, I don't get how this... Wait, yeah, what? Like, Snapchat's been out for like so long No, like um, when it first came out and everybody was on it, before Instagram had stories, I didn't understand how to use Snapchat. So I had to have somebody show me how to use it because I... I and I was just like, I'm just not understanding this. Are you like really into like social media or do you think that you're kind of like, I don't really want that in my life? So I don't know. Like it's like 50 50. I was off social media for like a little like for like a while. Like I didn't have Instagram downloaded on my phone. I was trying to escape social media. And then I came back. It's like a great way to connect with people and like to stay updated on everybody's life, especially like in these times where you can't see anybody. But I also think it is detrimental to like your mental health to see like so many ads and like so many like polished filtered images and like you've got to take it in doses and you've got to like use it for the right things. It could be really great, but it also could be really bad. I totally agree. And what I think is interesting is that like I've read two really conflicting things. There are some people that say that our generation is more obsessed with social media than like Gen Z. (laughs) But at the same time, they're the ones that are doing like TikTok and they're doing like, what was that? The Tide Pod yeah. Challenge? Is that what it was? Like, the we, were, we were not. Yeah, we were not doing shit like yeah, that. Yeah, I'm not eating a Tide Pod <laughs> for Instagram. That's dumb. It's crazy. But yeah, during the quarantine, I feel like I'm really thankful <laughs> to have social media because I don't know like what the hell I would be doing with any of my time if there wasn't Facebook and there wasn't Instagram or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. I feel like right now everybody's on social media and the content is amazing. Like the memes right now, honestly, at are all time like high. I appreciate everybody. <laughs> I think it's memes. like our generation's coping mechanism like to just produce dank memes to just like deal with anything that we're like our trials and tribulations. We handle it by creating memes just so we can laugh through the pain. How sad <laughs> is that? I love that, but that's like super sad at the same yeah. time. But hey, the memes at least make me laugh. So I can appreciate, that's I appreciate true. all the people out there making those. Just know that I'm laughing secretly on my couch, like in a blanket burrito. Oh, me too. And actually, I know people that like legit, like during this quarantine, have been making memes. <laughs> and it's like, well, what else is there exactly. to do? Like, Thank you for your service. Everybody out there makes <laughs> memes. So where are you these days? I was like trying to do some snooping online. And I think that you're in like Centerville. Is that true? Are you still yeah, in Yeah, I'm still in Nova. I actually live in Dumfries. So I live 
right by Potomac Mills. So just like on the other side, off of 95 instead of off of 66 highways. How do you like Dumfries? Um, whew, Dumfries is, it's as great as it sounds, honestly. Um, <laughs> 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 because everything is accessible. Like I, I can pretty much get to anything I need to as far as like store wise in like 10 or 15 minutes. Doesn't really help me now because everything is closed. But normally when the world is open, it's great. And it's also very cheap, especially <laughs> like in the Nova area. There's nowhere that I can live for the same price that I'm paying in Dumfries that's like acceptable, you know, and that's not like I'm going to get some, some violence might happen to me. You know, it's still a safe area. Yeah, I so like two of my friends who are married, they actually bought a house in Dumfries a few years ago. And I think they love it. Like, and I've been to the area a few times. It's pretty cute. It's very quiet. And it honestly seems a little bit more authentic. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. For anyone that's listening that has never been to Centerville, Virginia, like we were saying, it's in Fairfax County, which is like, the second or third richest county in the country. But Centerville, like whenever I describe it to anyone, honestly, it's like this fictional town that you would see on TV. Like, I feel like when I started at the school, the high school, I was like, oh my God, is this real life? Because it seemed so unreal. Uh, Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. It's like picturesque, you know, how how everything looks. It's like pure suburbia. Like if you had to define suburbia in a picture, you could do a picture of Centerville. Oh, totally. Like one of the first things I noticed when I got there, I was like, wait, there's no trash on the ground. <laughs> yep. I was like, where's the trash? How is this real life? Yep. Oh my gosh, Centerville. But um, where are you working? Like, what do you do? So actually I work from home. I work at a company that's based in Cleveland. So I go to Cleveland like once every quarter. But I build an on, I'm building an online learning platform, a learning management system. So I build like online trainings and the platform to sell to businesses so that they, they can help train their employees. So things like HR training, oh. compliance trainings, things like that, instead of having them have to pay a trainer and deliver in person, we're building online content so they could just assign it as e-learnings to all of their employees and then meet their compliance standards there. Oh, that's super interesting. So are you more on like the coding side or more like development? Like what is your So I work directly with developers and the coders to essentially tell them what I want and they code accordingly. And I just make sure that the appearance is what I want. I like build some of the content as well. So I'm more on like the aesthetic side than I am on the actual developing side. I feel like that's the side I would prefer. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I used to work at TD Bank, um, and we had to do e-learning. I think it was called yeah. LMS. Have yeah, you that's heard of that? what, a learning management system. Yeah, that's what pretty much most of them are called. They have different names, but they're all learning management systems. That's what we call just an LMS. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, those were like super intense, and there were so many yeah. of them. So I'm sure like making them is actually a lot yeah. of work. Yeah, it's it's a lot of work because you got to do a lot of research and you want to make sure like legally you're putting the correct information. You've got to have it vetted and then you have to make sure it's engaging because you don't want to sit there and like bore somebody and you have to make it short, but not too short that you miss out all of your content. So it's like a delicate balance. Yeah, so 
you work from home. And so I'm assuming then that this transition to working from home hasn't really been that difficult for you. Is that true? Yeah, it's pretty much exactly the same. Like my day to day is normally the same. Every, the only thing that changed for me really is like my yoga classes. I don't do those anymore. Oh, that's so yeah. sad. Makes me, makes me weep gentle tears. I was super happy that we were able to bond over Instagram on Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah. Because um, that was <laughs> a very interesting time in my personal life. Um, but how have things been since? Have, have you gone on any dates or like, What's your love life look like? Um, <laughs> my love life is pretty much exactly the same, especially with this quarantine. Um, I have not gone on any dates. Um, I'm not necessarily like actively looking for dates, I would say. Um, yet I'm also like not actively not dating. Um, I just am very picky about like who I like and dating apps don't really work for me. Plus, I also don't go out very, very like a lot. So it's just hard for me to meet new people. So I'm just focusing on myself, taking myself on trips and working out excessively. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. I need to do that. Well, you know what they say? They say like when you're not looking for anything or when you yourself, that tends to be when people show up at the door, which can be either good or bad. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Do you have a type, like a type of person that you like? No. So my friends actually make fun of me because they're like, we can never guess like what your type is. My my roommate, um, she's like one of my best friends since I was 16. And she's like, I would never try to set you up with somebody because I have no idea what, you, what your type is. I have no type. Um, I just like <laughs> what I like, you know. <laughs> I can't even explain it. My type is all over the board. Yeah, I totally feel that. Like... I don't know. Like I've tried to do some like self-discovery and really try to figure out if I do have a type. Um, I think a lot of my friends will probably be like, oh, well, you like white guys. And I've had a lot of people yeah. say that. Um, but, you know, I mean, I do like white <laughs> guys, but <laughs> I feel like, yeah, nothing against them. Um, but I, I don't think that I'm picky towards like race I think it just ends up being you know I'm into whoever I'm into have you dated like a a variety of different kinds of guys or yes like um african-american um actually you know what's funny is like the only like I don't want to say like the only kind of like race I haven't really dated is white but I've never dated a white man um I I had yeah, really? I had a Native American boyfriend. I had an Asian boyfriend, um, Korean, to be specific. You know, I'm just like all over the mm-hmm. board with it. Well, there's a lot of Korean people. Exactly, to be fair. <laughs> um, I also had a Korean yeah. boyfriend in high school. He was he was mixed. Um, that's so interesting. You've never been with a white no. guy. Like nothing against wow. them, you know. Um, there's definitely some hot white boys out there. Don't get me wrong, but y- you know they just have <laughs> never, you know, been in my space like that. That's so interesting. Um, you're so your ethnic background. You're mixed. Yeah, right? I'm half black and half white. So would you say that you probably get more attention from black guys than from white guys? Yes, yeah, definitely, one hundred percent. That's so fascinating. I wonder why. I don't know. 
I, I don't know. Um, especially like when I was younger, like in my elementary school and well, mostly elementary school, it was mostly white people. And I had, I got no play while well, it was elementary school, but you know, like no kitty crushes kind of situation like that. Um, and then with middle school, more diversity, that's when I started to have like little relationships, but I don't know. Uh-huh. I definitely Did get more play from, from black guys. Did you grow up in Centerville, like originally? Yes. Um, I lived in, uh-huh. I lived in that house, like right across the street from Centerville High School since I was four years old. My parents just sold it last oh. year. Oh my God. Where do they live now? My parents moved to Richmond, so Southern Virginia. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Southern Virginia. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so also for anyone that's listening, um, Northern Virginia is kind of like self. Um Everyone calls it Nova for short, um, but it, it's weird because, like, when I moved to Centerville, I really had no understanding of the rest of Virginia, and I feel like that's because all of Nova is really in a bubble. Yes. Like, I feel like no one, yes, no one even talks about the rest of Virginia. Uh, I mean, for good reason. No offense to anybody listening who's from, uh, you know, uh, the nether regions of Virginia, but. Uh, Northern Virginia is like completely different than the majority of Virginia. The majority of Virginia is so rural and like so country. It's so rural. It's crazy. Yeah, Virginia is a huge ass state, like in general. Like, so I I went to undergrad at Emory and Henry College, which is in um, Southwest Virginia. So it's in Appalachia. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. And actually I loved it. Like it was such a cultural experience for me because I had never really spent that much time in the South. Mm -hmm. Um, And my God, I was like, this is so different than Centerville. (laughs) Yeah. There was a like few years of my life when I was working for a Verizon retailer and I was working on a building new store. So I had to travel all over Virginia, like Southern Virginia, and it, I was like, oh my gosh, like this is, this is a completely different world. There's some people out here who don't even have internet. And I'm like, this is insane. I know. It's crazy. <laughs> so something I wanted to get into, and you were kind of alluding to it earlier, but because the world is like seemingly ending and we're basically chained to our houses, I figured we could talk about something that's probably on everyone's mind, and that is self-care. Um, I know personally, I've been wondering to like how to stop myself from eating every single thing that's fucking in front of me. (laughs) Um, So I've been wondering, like, Laura, what have you been doing to take care of yourself during all of this? So I've been mercilessly roller skating outside. Like um, I go to this uh, basketball hoop area. um, Oh, basketball court, I guess I should say. That's the proper word. And skate for like an hour. Wait, what did you call <laughs> basketball it? Basketball hoop area. <laughs> hoop area. No, hoop area. Basketball like, hoop area. Sometimes, oh, you know, hoop. sometimes my words just slip out of my mind. But a basketball court. <laughs> and I just skate for like hours listening to music and just like dancing. Um, I've been doing yoga now. So I'm teaching a virtual vinyasa class Monday through Friday in the evening. So at least like that kind of brings back some of my regular schedule. Um, I've been trying to like read books, but I've been a little lazy on that. 
I've really just been laying on my couch eating snacks, endless snacks. <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> endless <laughs> snacks. I mean, that's, I, I can relate. Like, I've had popcorn. I, I like never fucking eat popcorn, but during this quarantine, of course, I eat popcorn. I eat everything during this quarantine. Oh my gosh, I love popcorn. I like, I have a hand crank like popcorn pop, uh, like pot, and I like make hand, uh, popcorn just like stirring it over and over on the stove. Like I don't even microwave it. I love popcorn so much. I love it too. Like, but I love like specifically movie theater popcorn. I feel like it tastes so different than like the popcorn that you get from the grocery store. So if you like, so do you get like the packs that you just like microwave? Um, yeah, that's what I normally yeah, get. So I have um, like, if you get something called real theater popcorn, and uh, it's called a whirly pop. I know this sounds like really intense for someone who doesn't really like popcorn. <laughs> but if you like movie theater yeah. popcorn specifically, you can't do microwave popcorn. It's just not going to work. The popcorn that I make, I swear, is, is literally crack. Uh, my my family, family calls it dad corn because my dad has always made it. And so now I just bought the same things that he does. And I just make it at home and everybody loves it. But microwave popcorn? Never going to be on the same level as theater popcorn, but you can make it in your house. You just got to get a whirly pop. A yes. whirly pop. So are those like the, they're basically like the popping machines, right? Yeah, they're just, it's just a pot with like a hand crank on it and it spins your popcorn. And I, I have this thing called real theater popcorn. So it comes in a pack. It's like the corn, it has salt and it has like the oil. So you just basically yeah. cut it open, put it in the pot and just stir until it pops. And it's delicious. Oh my God. That sounds so intense. It does, but it's worth it. Absolutely worth it's it. It's worth it. I mean, I know like they have, um, what is it? I mean, they call it movie theater popcorn, you know, yeah. like the act two popcorn. Um, but it's, yeah, it's just not yeah. the same. I'm like, this is, this is not movie theater popcorn. Yeah, no, your popcorn has got to be made with love and you can't make it with love through the microwave. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> Uh, so I want to hear more about, so you mentioned like roller skating and I mentioned that earlier because you have Pikachu roller yes. skates, um, which by the way, I, I'm like, where did you get those from? So um, I have like the rec, I have Moxie roller skates. So they're just quad skates um, and they're yellow. And then I got toe guards. So the toe guards are what's Pikachu. And I ordered them on Etsy from a shop in um, uh, London, actually. Um, I forgot. It's like Red Rage or something, but she makes different toe guards because if you're out there skating a lot on concrete or asphalt, you can fall forward. So you can like ruin the boot of your shoe. So you wear something. And your face. <laughs> your face, your knees, everything, <laughs> like everything. So at least my toes are protected. And if I'm going to, you know, protect my toes, I might as well protect them with my favorite Pokemon ever, which is Pikachu. Oh my god! I I think it's so cool, and like the however you're filming it on Instagram, <laughs> I don't. How do do you have something like propping your? No, phone I up? literally just rest my phone against the basketball hoop, and I use my watch to take a, a photo because I have an Apple Watch, and it has like a little timer, so you can press it, and then I'll take a a photo in like three seconds. So I just press it and I just rock out. Oh, interesting. So my friend Joey, um, shout out to Joey. Hopefully he's listening. He should be listening. Um, he is like a selfie king. Yeah. <laughs> so like on Instagram, he has like all these thirst traps <laughs> and things like that. Um, 
But I asked him one day, I was like, how are you taking these pictures? And he told me that he uses his Apple Watch. And I was like, what? That seems so, like, involved. Nope. It just has a little camera application and it's literally the exact same buttons that you see on your phone. And it's so easy. And it's, it's great because like if you want to take pictures and there's nobody around to flick you up properly, you can do it yourself. Interesting. I have to look into that. I, I do have an Apple watch. It's an old one. I don't even use it. I, I, I don't know. I'm weird about watches. I have like one of the old yeah. normal watches, if you will. Um, but so you've been roller skating. Um, is that what you do normally? Like before all of this happened or did you kind of like get back into it because of the pandemic? So actually, um, I, I used to go roller skating at skate and fun zone in Manassas, like, um, pretty, not regularly, like a lot when I was little and like, um, my ex-boyfriend from high school used to take me there all the time. So I have always loved roller skating. And I just recently started going there with my roommate and my other best friend. Her name is Emily before this whole pandemic started. So I got back into roller skating and I was like, this is really fun. Plus it helps you burn some calories. So I was like, all right, I'm with it. And then now since I have nothing else to do and I have to be alone, roller skating is like the perfect hobby because I can go outside, enjoy a little bit of sun, burn some calories, dance, and at least entertain myself for a little while. I love it. I used to rollerblade. I've never really been able to roller skate, but I used to rollerblade like all the time in like the yeah. 90s and the early yeah. 2000s. It was like one of my like major mo- modes of transportation back when I was like young. Well, see, I feel like you pull it off now with your roller skates, but I feel like if I went outside and put on rollerblades, I'm pretty sure I would look like the most awkward thing in the world. Like, someone would probably call the police because I feel like I feel like people don't do it anymore. Like you see people on skateboards and you see people even on like those um what are they like? Yeah, the motor. I don't know what those things are called. But I know like I don't know I don't, hoverboard things, I guess. I don't know. Are they are they I don't know what they're called. I don't really know. Those little fancy contraptions. I'm sure the kids that are yeah, on TikTok absolutely. know so well. We'll ask them. Um, so what else do you do for self-care? Like even outside of roller skating in the pandemic, like what are your go-tos that you like My to do? My major thing is yoga. Um, the biggest thing I do for self-care when like the world is not shut down is yoga. I love yoga so much. I could get on like a pulpit and preach about it for hours. I think it's one of the biggest things that helps me like get some mental clarity and like just focus inward mm-hmm. and actually like just completely shut off from the outside world and um, outside of yoga, traveling, absolutely traveling, taking myself on trips. Oh Oh my God. I love traveling. What's, what's been like your favorite place that you've been? So my favorite place that I've ever been is Margaritaville in Jamaica. They have this slide that goes down the side of a cliff and it flings you out into the middle of the ocean. And that like feeling was so amazing. Like, I will never forget that place. That was one of my favorite places I've oh ever my God. been. Oh my God. How uh, old I think were you? I was like 18. I went there on a cruise. Oh, shit. Yeah. Wow. My favorite, I haven't been there in obviously like a decade now at this point. Um, but one of my most more recent trips was I went to London um, in December. So just a few months ago. And I went there by myself. I went there for like three days. I had a really good time traveling by yourself amazing 
I, okay, I'm glad you said that because I love traveling by myself. And I feel like when I tell people like, oh, I went here or I went there, like, um, I want to say it was the beginning of March. <laughs> and I, the only reason I'm forgetting is because I think March felt like yeah. a fucking year in itself. Um, I went to New York City and like, I, I love going places by myself. And I always have a friend that's like, are you going alone? Like, you better be safe. Like, why are you going alone? Are you okay? Are you sad? I'm like, no, I just love, I don't know. I love traveling. And I, you know, I do like going with people, but I also like going exactly. by myself. It's like a whole different experience when you're by yourself. You can do whatever you want. You can eat wherever you want. You don't have to like consult others and make sure you guys are on the same page and things like that. You can make an itinerary or make no itinerary. It's like a lawless place. It's amazing. It is amazing. I think some of the things that stress me out about traveling with other people is that it's exactly what you said. You're kind of on their mm -hmm. schedule and you have to really consult them about what they want to do. And like, I'm the kind of person, like if I'm going on a trip, I honestly want time to like go out and explore and do all these other things. But I also want time to just like chill yeah. and like sit, sit and really relax and maybe drink. Um, I, I, I don't like being go, 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 go yeah. all the time. I have to agree so much. It's one of like my biggest pet peeves is being on other people's time. Like I just like get so frustrated. <laughs> so traveling by myself <laughs> is like a great way to escape that. That's why I go yeah. shopping by myself because I, I get anxious shopping with other people because I feel like I'm yeah. holding them up. And I, I'm, yeah, I'm the slowest shopper in the world. So I, I don't like bringing people with me because I feel like, oh my God, I'm wasting their time. Like I'm so indecisive. Yeah, it's like I got to weigh out my options, maybe try it on like a few times. It's like, I don't want you to judge me for it because I just like, I just don't know what I want. Yeah, and shit costs exactly. money. You don't want to just like throw money Yeah, around. I want to make sure that I'm spending my money wisely. So I got to take my sweet time. 100%. Um, so what are you like most excited to do once this is all over? Assuming <laughs> that this is all so, over. Um, well, so the governor of Virginia put us as a stay-at-home order until June 10th. My birthday is June 11th. So I am hoping oh that the world is open by my birthday because I have a flight to Miami already booked for June 10th. So, oh my so God. I would love to be on the beach getting, you know, beachside room service on a little beach chair, just lounging. Hopefully that <laughs> will happen in my near future. Is this your 30th or your my 29th? 29th? Yep. Okay, at least, I mean, yes, you want to celebrate your 29th, but at least it's not affecting yeah, your Yeah, my sister actually just turned 30 on March 1st. And I'm like, welcome to your first year in your 30s. You can't do anything. Everything <sighs> is shut down. How do you feel? <laughs> new decade, yeah. new me. It's like, do you get a do-over no. on your first yeah. year? Can we just call this a wash and like pretend this didn't happen? No, everyone was like, oh my God, you know, 2020, it sounds so cool. It's going to be a new year, new decade. Um, and now we're all literally at home. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's, it's all bad. I, I vividly remember New Year's and my best friend Emily was like, 
she was like screaming, like, let's go 2020. Like everyone was so hype. And then now here we are prisoners in our own home. Here we are rewatching all the <laughs> yeah. Harry Potter movies, all of the Star Wars yeah, movies. Anything you can get your hands on, you know, whatever you need to do to entertain yourself. Whatever you need to do. Um, so my, okay, my final question, and this is something that I'm ask everyone, but if you could call anyone from your past, who would you call and myself? Why? Um, you would call I would yourself. call myself um, circa like maybe like 17, 18. And just before I went to college and tell myself to like get it together and that college degrees are important because I never finished college. So I don't have a degree. So it kind of hinders my ability to do certain things, especially like at work and like professional arena. So I would just give myself a neat, much needed pep talk slash reality check. And tell myself that, like, I need to be a little bit more serious about my studies so I can at least get my degree. Where did Howard you University. Go to oh my God, my yeah, brother went yeah. there. Oh, illustrious Howard University. Um, <laughs> I've got a rack of opinions about them, <laughs> but I'll summarize it with this: um, they forgot to send me my acceptance letter. They just forgot. They forgot. What? I had to call them and ask. How does that? That's exactly how that worked. I called them and they're like, oh yeah, sorry, we forgot. Our bad. (laughs) They're like, also, we were going to give you a scholarship based on your your GPA, but now we don't have any more money left. Sorry. And you have no housing either. Oh my God. I train from Centerville all the way to Howard every day. And I had an 8 a.m. class. Wait, are you serious? (laughs) You took a train from Centerville, Virginia, all the way to Washington, D.C. every day for class? Every day. That is crazy. It was a, yeah, that's why I would call my past, tell myself to get it together, make sure I know what to look for so I could actually go to Howard, get housing at Howard, finish my degree at Howard, and handle it appropriately. They, I mean, I I have a lot of (laughs) opinions about that, but like they should have put you in a dorm. I mean, if they're going to forget all of that shit and then like, I don't know. I feel like there had to have been somewhere they could have placed um, you. So I like waited outside of uh, like the office for housing for weeks and there was nothing. Howard really doesn't have many dorms. Most people live off campus because DC has so much housing. Um, the second year I went to Howard, I actually did live in a dorm, but I lived off campus. It was by Columbia Heights. So it's about 10 blocks from Howard. And it was called Meridian, also called M dot, also called the Ebony Sex Palace, <laughs> and because it was <laughs> what because it was a co-ed me? dorm, so everyone called it the Ebony Sex Palace. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> we had shower closets, literally. So my room was like very small, and then there'd be a closet in the hallway that you would share with other people on your hallway, and it was just a closet, and it literally just had a, a marker on the outside of the shower <laughs> closet. And it was a thousand dollars a month. <laughs> oh my god! Yard House was amazing. Not Yard House. Yard Fest was amazing. I was like, Yard, yard House, House is, is amazing. A, a brewery. Uh, thinking about their fries, <laughs> um, their truffle fries. But Yard Fest, uh, Howard Homecoming was truly amazing. So I don't want to say like the shower closets were worth it, but they kind of were. <laughs> 
Do you think you would ever like go back and finish? I don't know. If it was free, I would go for sure. Oh, <laughs> if it was free. I feel that so uh, spiritually. But the way that uh, colleges are taxing right now and the way student loans and everyone's debt is going on, I just, I can't do it. I'm, I'll do it when it's free. Until it's free, I'm not going back. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I spent so much money on undergrad and, you know, after undergrad, I remember telling myself, I was like, I'll never, never, ever, ever, ever will I ever go to graduate school. (laughs) And here I am in graduate school. Funny how that works. Um, it is funny how that works. And then I'm even thinking about getting my PhD, but then I'm like, okay, that's enough debt. I can probably stop Yeah, but then it's like at the PhD point, you'll definitely be able to pay it off. (laughs) I mean, hopefully, if oh well, okay. Let's hope that we can just get past yeah. this virus. Facts. Uh, um, and then we can make plans absolutely for the one steps, one step at a time. Let's just talk about like what when we can actually go outside freely. For real. So, Laura, I wanted to thank you so, so, so much for speaking with me today. It was awesome hearing your voice for the first time in like yeah. eleven years. Um, I had a lot of fun. Um, I think I still think you're super cool. And like every time I scroll past what you're doing on Instagram, I'm like, oh my God, she's so cool. <laughs> she's so cool. And I'm a grown, I'm a grown ass man. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, do you have any last words for anyone during this quarantine? Words of advice? Mm, so uh try not to just sit on your ass for lack of better terms sit on your ass and scroll endlessly on your phone try to do something active (laughs) try to get outside at least enjoy the sun even if you're just sitting outside getting some vitamin d anything to get yourself out of the house make sure you are following the guidelines and self-distancing stop having parties because i'm seeing people on social media having parties please i just want to be free by my birthday so that's all I ask. Yes, <laughs> please. please. please stop. <laughs> Isolate. Do it for yes. Alara's birthday. It do it seems for selfish. Birthday. Also do it for the people who, you know, are immunocompromised and it could be deadly to them. Absolutely. Don't want more people to die. But also, I just want to celebrate my birthday properly. <laughs> please. All right, Lara. Well, thank you so much. And hopefully we'll Thanks. It's great talking to you too. Phone ringing off the hook Got me a little shook Who's on the line?